Do you think it's weird that you're a part of what is essentially a comedy podcast and you don't like comedy? I don't like comedy on TV. Like sitcoms. I'm not a big sitcom person. So how many comedy podcasts do you listen to? I don't know. Do you hear the crickets? Because I do. I probably don't listen. But I generally find things funny any anyway. Yeah. Whether it's comedy or not. I, I, would, I don't have a problem listening to a comedy podcast. I've just had to severely cut back on my podcast listening. That is true. Since we started podcasting. Yeah. And you know what? On the vein of podcasting, let's give a shout out to, it is, uh, the year is 2022. Two grown men sit in a garage talking about ghosts and shit, trying we, to trying to do it for a living. Yeah. Oh, so you're giving a shout out to us. No, I'm saying, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying this is what the year is. I was painting a, a broad picture of what the year looked like so oh, yeah. far. And Heather is going to be here soon as well. I, I wanted to give a shout out because it's a new year and we obviously have new, we have goals, we have ambitions with this podcast that we want to, we want this thing to grow. We want to build up this, this beautiful, weird, strange, funny experience that we're having and we want to share it with you guys. And uh, I want to give a shout out to last year because last year, I think the last couple of years have been kind of crazy for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year was surprisingly good for us a lot of good things came out like we recently if you didn't listen to to it yet you should check it out but belief hole released an episode with with heather sharing twin experiences and we're going to be doing our twin episode in the very near future and we're going to have some of their experiences so it's like a cool little collaboration that we did recently super stoked to be a part of it and it turned out amazing and then that same year we also did a collaboration with with tony from the confessionals and talked and like, I feel like a lot of big things happened this past year that if I would have thought about that ages ago, cause those are two of my favorite podcasts that have ever existed. Right. Right. And if I would have thought about being a part of their shows in any way, shape or form in the past two years, then I, it would have blown my mind. And so the fact that that happened, like it gave me such a positive, fun feeling. And you guys know me, you guys know your boy. I'm not very positive. Not at all. We talked about me being Daria on the Christmas episode, you know, like, like so, so that type of stuff, it, it's really, it goes a long way. And it gives me faith that this podcast can actually grow into something. Like if more people just get out there and tell your friends about it, like if you really enjoy the show and you want us to help us grow, like tell your friends, like so much happened in that one year and it's 2022. It's a fresh year right now. Yeah. I think there's a lot of opportunity for the next 12 months and I want us to be a part of that. And I want everyone that's listening to this podcast to be a part of that. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah going to be a fun year we're we're tired of i mean we we've found ways to have fun the last couple years but it's time to move on in this world and find some of the better things in life that we've been kind of held away from the last couple years oh yeah so So we're excited we're gonna frolic in this world together so that's all a roundabout way of saying welcome to 2022 and welcome back to the freaky deaky Obey my dog. Now, anyhow, this is the Freaky Deaky. You know where you're at. Uh, We're going to be talking about, what was the episode about? Poltergeist and haunted houses. We're going to be talking about poltergeist and haunted houses today. So if you're into that sort of thing, 
be sure to stay tuned because it is very much freaky deaky. I really wish I would have planned out an actual beginning for this. Happy New Year. There it is. We you know what's it. really freaky deaky? What's that? Is who the hell are you all of a sudden? You're like all happy <laughs> and cheerful. Look, it's 2022. <laughs> you know? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's new year. Who dis? New year, new me, new phone. Who dis? I got it. I got it mixed up for a second there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I'm just excited. It's, you know, last year was really good. Uh, even though we've had our ups and downs over the past couple of years, like last year was really good. And I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see what this year does, what we do with it, where it goes. I think we've been very lucky in a, in the last couple of tough years. I mean, it around the world. Yeah. We've had some, some lucky breaks. Yeah. So and we're grateful for it and we're going to try to take it to the next level. Keep that going. Shout out to everyone that has been along for the ride. We've had a lot of people from the, from the start of this thing that are still out there listening. Yeah. That's fun to know. Yeah. So thanks for that. Anyway, you guys don't want to hear us just you gush on about how great our fans are. Can we say fans? I don't think that no, we're not at fan stage listeners. How great our listeners are. You guys don't deify us ever, please. We're, it's weird. We're, we hoped that eventually our listeners become our fans because we're their fans. I don't want fans. Know that if you ever saw me in public, you can come up and talk to me because I'm a normal person. Don't be a fan of me. Just be a listener. Someone that tunes in. What if you're at the urinal? Come up and say something weird. <laughs> okay. I'll go this, with it. This is Christian speaking. Do that to Christian. No, don't do that to me. <laughs> He's ready and willing. You can interrupt my dinner. Yeah. Let me pee. Sounds like a country song. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. You can interrupt my dinner. Let me pee. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's dive into the episode because literally nothing up to this point has been about poltergeists or haunted houses. So it's probably a good it's a good time to start a mere six and a half minutes in. Scott, what did you work that down to in post? You guys look at the clock and tell me. Gotcha. Um, yeah, today we're going to be discussing some uh, some Reddit finds of poltergeist activity. Uh, for anyone that, that listened to, I think it was episode 35. It's really sad that I remember all these episode numbers. That's impressive. Right? I can't remember anything, guys. And I, well, let's not jump ahead of ourselves. It might not be 35, but it feels like a 35 uh, of season one. It was on ghosts. You remember that episode, right, Kristen? The different types of ghosts or spirits or whatever. And you had your poltergeist, you had your orbs, you had all the different ones. And we mentioned in that episode at some point that, that we we're going to do episodes on each of those different types. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all coming back together for you. So each of those different types of things that don't exist. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Um, so this is that episode. Yay! I I really hope that I remember to layer in the children saying yay with you also saying yay on top of it. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> and I will remember because I said it into the microphone. So great news for that. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to be just diving into some different experiences of people that have claimed to live in haunted houses and a few of these stories actually i have with me memories of similar experiences i guess you could say in the different places that i've lived that i if i remember them as we're going through these stories i'll chime in and be like yeah it's something similar blah blah, blah. but you guys know how it works because i do it all the time and i forget everything else except for apparently the episode numbers of this show so shall we dive in and most of these also worth noting most of these users have been deleted by the poltergeist Probably, but makes perfect sense. I found it like of all the episodes that I've looked at, I think this had the most deleted users. 
mm-hmm. was these stories. So I don't know if people are really like they're afraid of that story ever getting out and people being like, what the hell? It's this person. Or if the stories were fake or the, you know. Do you ever think that maybe it wasn't the movie? You remember how the movie the Poltergeist was supposedly cursed? Yeah. Maybe it's just like Beetlejuice. If you say it too many times, something bad happens. Well, well, good news on That's that front is what? that, yeah, we've got about 400 times of saying the word poltergeist in this episode. This would explain why everybody's deleted. So if we become deleted. You guys know. Yeah. You guys know to look back to this episode. Yeah. Possibly episode 35. Or you will be, de- be deleted next. Yeah. For listening. Yeah. So that just about does it for the episode, guys. Uh, You're welcome. Run. See ya. Anyway, anyway, that sounded way too Australian. Sorry to our Australian it listeners. It didn't sound very Australian to me. Anyway. Okay, that was better. All right, this first story comes to us from someone who there's no way for me to track down. So if this is your story, I have questions. Reach out to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. When I was in my first house, creepy shit would happen all the time. First of all, I always heard noises above my bed in the attic, like creaking and shuffling, but it was too heavy to be rodents. I recall laying in bed one night and something grabbed my feet and tried to pull me out of bed, but I kicked it and it stopped. Another was in the middle of the night, it was dead on midnight, and I looked up to my sister standing in my doorway with the creepiest motherfucking smile on her face. Needless to say, she recalls none of it. One of the last major things in this house was at about 7, but given that it was winter, it was dark. My room was like this, and I was home alone laying on the bed. I distinctly remember a black cloaked figure float into the bathroom and it left a horrible chill. It's Dementor. That's what kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, I don't remember what I did after that, but I do know what I would do now. Also, there was a lot of toys moving themselves and setting themselves off in the night. My adjacent wardrobe was pretty much the gates of hell, but I really can't be arsed going into that. Now for the second house in England. My dad's cousin had a three-story house, renovated attic, but there was a strict rule to never go in the attic of under course. any circumstances. I love when houses have that rule. It's a guarantee yeah. that house is haunted. Yep. Like, I bet that's what we're going to find out. I would hope so, since the story is in this episode. Yeah. Under any circumstances is bolded, so you know it's haunted. Yeah. Anyway, four of us were playing hide-and-seek in the attic, and I was looking for them. After almost giving up, I heard a noise from upstairs. I walked up the creaky stairs, gotta be creaky, to the attic and saw someone sat on the edge of the bed in there. She fucking turned around and had the most horrifyingly haunting face with an expression to match. I fucking froze. Sounds like this guy's from Boston, not England, but whatever. Slowly she stood up and walked to the nearby wardrobe and stepped inside. Not three seconds later, I was grabbed and pulled downstairs by my dad, his cousin and his cousin's wife. That's all I remember from that house, except for some creepy shit next door. Now for Australia. This was about one and a half years, one and a half to two years ago, and we were getting new carpets laid down. So that spongy shit with a papery top was exposed. It's a great description. <laughs> that spongy shit with the papery top? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Gotcha. Yeah. Is that perhaps the padding? Probably. Okay. I was walking upstairs after playing with my dog, who was at this point asleep. And about halfway up the stairs, I heard someone running along the papery stuff. Home alone. Dog downstairs. Noped noped out of there pretty quick, but not after making sure no one was there. It was also going into my parents' room, which gives off an extremely uneasy vibe all of the time. Also in this house is a weird light. 
that kind of glows and moves like the void in Doctor Who. Christian probably knows what that is. Yeah, I do. Doctor Who's the best. Yeah, that everyone has seen. Not everybody has seen. Not everyone, apparently. Um, There have been creepy figures at night, and I am pretty much terrified of this house completely. There has been more creepy shit in my life, but this is what springs to mind. You know what would spring to mind is for him to tell us a little bit more about each of these stories. Oh, yeah. Or her. Yeah. Because they're like freaky stories. Oh, for sure. But I'm like, I want a little bit more. Like, they pulled you out of the attic after you saw some lady walk into the wardrobe and What was the explanation for it? Yeah. Well, what did, did you, what did your dad say? Yeah. When he pulled you down, was he just like, Mm-mm. did he beat you so, so bad for going into that attic and seeing his demon aunt or something that you don't remember? Otherwise known as an aunt. No. Yeah. That's, that's funny. That'd be a funny joke for a sitcom. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That fit. Yeah. I should have been a sitcom writer. Anyway. I wouldn't have watched. I know. I know. There's a lot I'd of. I'd be like, yeah, I'm sure it's good stuff. There's Scott. an onion. When are you gonna when are you gonna write an Oscar nominated film now? <laughs> February fourth. <laughs> anyway, interesting story nonetheless though, right? Right. I always picture addicts the same way. It's an A frame and uh and there's a bed alone in there. Creepy bed. And cobwebs. And a window, a centered window. A and it's bed. kind of a grayish color, kind of like not really color to it. Yeah. Maybe not grayish, but just not what would that be, sepia it's, or it's something? A, it's a little void, yeah. Yeah. It's void of color. It's void of life and joy and all the, yeah, and all the like good things. Like the void, yeah. Doctor Who, which everybody knows. Everybody in England, for sure. Well, for sure that, yeah. Maybe not the US. Yeah, definitely not. But a lot of people do. Great show. Yeah. Great stories. You'd have to change your mind about ghosts pretty quickly if you were in a house that's like, that had poltergeist activity, right? Or would your first thought just be like, I'm going to check the CO2 and make sure that. that would I, I'd probably <laughs> go through a lot of steps before. Yeah. And even when it, if, if it came down to like, okay, it's a ghost or this or a poltergeist, I'm like, whatever. But then you'd have to admit that ghosts exist, no, right? No, I wouldn't. It'd be, yes. oh my at God. that point, it'd be more important to not admit because then it doesn't have any power over me. But that's also you you not admitting it is also admitting it. You, no, you because that, when right? you give a topa power, <sighs> then it can do stuff. You don't yeah. give this crap power. And that's just an Easter egg from a previous episode. You don't. Yeah. Our listeners know. Yeah, you guys know the one last week. <laughs> was it last week? Yeah. That would seem like a year ago, like last year. That's a joke that you usually only get from your coworkers on your first day back at work. You're welcome for that. Yeah. You're welcome for that, everyone. They they can't always be great. <laughs> yeah. No. That is that is actually that's a common thing, right? Doesn't everyone have okay, let me ask you this. Let's side note from the poltergeist activity for a moment. When you get back to work the first weekend after our new year, there's always at least one person that says, Oh, I feel I haven't seen you since last year. Or other way around, when you're leaving work, someone always says, I'll see you next year. Yep. Yep, for sure. Question number two, are you that person? See you next year I've been known to use. Oh, God, Christian. Oh, it makes sense. It makes sense. I kind of saw you as that person. Yeah. You know why? This is the same thing when they make fun of my jokes at work because I do a lot of dad jokes. Classic, yeah. Like you don't go to HR for dad jokes. Yeah. So anyway, let's get into this second story. What kind of dad jokes are you talking about? Oh, the best ones. This one comes to us from Demirius. My experiences began, as far as I can tell, when I was eight years old. There was a part of my room, a dark closet with no door, abnormally dark, like pitch black, so you couldn't see anything inside of it if the light was off, even with the night light or moonlight illuminating the rest of the room. 
That's pretty impressive because it didn't have a door, but it was still that dark. The closet had curtains only, which ended up about a third of the way down the closet. I was always so terrified of that closet, but nothing bad happened for years. Like I said, the first real happening was when I was eight. That night I was trying to sleep and couldn't do it. I just felt kind of almost like a panicky feeling, a fluttering of sorts mixed with anxiety. I ducked completely under the covers and just curled up trying to sleep so the morning would come, which is exactly how I handled all the scary experiences in my life, even as an adult. Oh, same, yeah. Yeah. Suddenly, right after I turned over, I feel a harsh tugging on my leg. I try and pull my leg back and curl up tighter in my covers. I had no clue what was going on and was freaking the heck out. A second or two later, I was pulled completely off the bed and dragged into the closet by something I could not see at all. But I could definitely feel it. It had long fingers ending in claws, as always. There were marks on my leg when I saw it later. Christian, let me ask you something real quick. Okay, what, as always, what, what's the alternative to that? What, they got baby soft hands? I was being dragged in the closet by baby if, soft if, hands. If they had baby soft hands, it wouldn't be scary. It has to have claws. No. It'd be scary. You're still being dragged by something invisible. It's going to be terrifying. Actually, if it had baby hands, that might be scarier. No, baby soft. Baby soft. Not baby hands. <laughs> Not these tiny baby hands. You know what hands. would happen if you got dragged away by a, a demon with baby soft hands? It would drag you to where it's many other rough hand demons would just myrtleize you. Oh, I thought it was going to end with like some kind of like pillowy, soft sleep. No. No, no it's got to only get worse. Classic. Never trust yeah, a like, demon with soft hands. Like, this doesn't seem bad for a demon experience, so I can only imagine. Maybe this is like the nicest demon. Yeah. Or the softest. Or maybe the demon just knows about moisturizer. Hmm? Didn't think about that, did we? No. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a little more skin conscious. Yeah. Moisturizing in hell is important. It is. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. I just had to get on you about that. All right. My blanket was left trailing from the bed I had been pulled from, but I was in the closet. Everything was black. I couldn't move for what felt like at least an hour, and when I could move, all I could do was tug the covers around me. I felt very sick. In the morning, I was still sitting there, but finally a little bit of light got in and I could move. That was the only happening I remember at that house. Yeah, because all the rest were so traumatizing, you forgot them. Yeah, that's kind of that's no, spooky. Also, the demon dragged you into the closet, so it made you forget everything. But the demon's still obviously in this person, Demirius. Yeah. I've heard a few stories over the years of people that have been dragged off their bed. And I think that's something that every single person, that's like something that has to cross every single human being's mind at some point, right? Where you're laying in bed and like maybe a limb goes over the edge. Why would you do that? Exactly. I'm a skeptic See? and I wouldn't do yeah. that. Yeah, because you it's it's the it's the fear of what's underneath. Like what's in that darkness? What's waiting for me down there, you know? It's creepy as hell, man. And I've heard a lot of stories of people that actually experience that. And so I can only imagine like you know how terrifying it is thinking it. Yeah. Imagine it actually happening. Yeah, it's the same as I can't have a closet open. You don't mess with things like that. Yeah. But as we saw in our in one of our YouTube videos from our demons episode, this is why you keep a cat around. Because the cat, like the cat, if the thing comes up and grabs your heel, the cat's like, oh, hell no to this and attacks the hell out of that demon hand. Demon hand's gone. Cat is happy. You're happy. You're safe. More importantly. 
What if it's one of those demons that can attack a cat, like in that one video? Have you seen that video? There's a video of like this cat and a bunch of dogs and I think other cats. Oh, yeah. The cats get thrown around, right? Yeah. Like literally, like, like you know. And you hear it and you're like, you're looking at it and you're like, okay, it could be fake because most of them are. That one, that I've one, seen. I, that I've one's watched hard. it a few times and I'm like, uh, and it, even the dogs are like, what the hell's happening to our yeah, cat? They're freaking the hell out. Yeah. Because it looks like someone straight kicked that cat through the fucking air. Yeah. A couple of the dogs look really dopey or like, I don't know what's going on, but let's get out of here. Everybody else is freaking yeah, out. Yeah. Like they're like, kind of like just walking, yeah. like barely, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's our buddy. We, we're going to miss him. <laughs> yeah. We don't want that to happen to us. So let's, let's skedaddle. Yeah. But see, again, that's why you need the cat because the cat probably after that was like, oh, hell no. And like charged this thing and like clawing at it and all that shit. Dogs straight up just walked away scared. I don't know, man. This is a. I can't, uh, I, I worry, I've had experiences in houses that I believe to be haunted, but they weren't like, like poltergeist-like activity, but nothing super creepy like this, like being dragged off my bed or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen things, but that's easily, that could easily be my imagination. Yeah. When you see things, no matter how realistic it could be, there's a possibility it could be your imagination. Yeah. But if something drags you into a dark closet, that's an imagination. If it is your imagination, that's pretty strong. You need to go to a doctor. Yeah. At that point, because things like that don't ha you could believe you saw something. Your imagination can't drag you across the floor into a closet like that. Yeah. I don't know why you go to your doctor for that, but that's when you're like, okay, something's wrong with my imagination. Oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. I'd probably go like a priest or some shit. Like, you need to bring some water or something to this house because it's I getting wild to, over here. That's that, this explains a lot about us because yeah. I I would go to a psychiatrist. Yeah, that, you'd that go would to explain a priest. A lot, right. yeah. I'd go to a psychiatrist. Interesting. Wow, different strokes for different folks. Who would have thought? Um, now this and I should have. Ah, oh, damn. I don't know, Jordan. If you're listening and you want to send in your story, please do. Please do. I'm not. I. Yeah, I, I would love to get him on because he has had some crazy, in Vegas, he had a crazy experience with like what I imagine is like pol like a demonic poltergeist type activity in his house. But I kind of want him to tell it because I would butcher the fuck out of it. Crazy, crazy story though. It has stuck with me for many years. Well, like I recently, I recently reconnected with him and I told him that I'm on a podcast now, a paranormal podcast, and that I would love him to share his story. So if he listens to this, if you come across it, Jordan, and you want to talk, please, let's do it. Yeah, I want to hear these stories. It's dude, it's nuts. It, oh. It's I think it's funny too because when you threw pol poltergeist into the title, I'm like, you know, I'm a skeptic, but poltergeist just is is not something I trust. Yeah, compared to like a oh, ghost stories, I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, ghost stories. Oh, so you're saying you're saying that you don't believe that poltergeists actually exist? I mean, I'm skeptical, so I definitely shouldn't believe it. But just the whole thought of that the name brings with it, yeah, probably because of the movie poltergeist it just and that's more at that time i was more of a believer and stuff like that yeah. or i was more open to it so it left a mark it's still with me i think poltergeists are even like if you if you can believe in the idea of ghosts i think you should be able to grasp on the poltergeist even more so because to that it's almost like a it's like something is tainted with the land like the entire land has been cursed from what's i.e like what's happened on it what's you know crazy shit if it was like oh this was uh you know native american land a bunch of white people moved in and now the land is cursed you know, like that type of stuff like poltergeist it's, it's always more like land or like an actual like a house like a, it feels like a whole entity inside this thing i mean i still wouldn't believe necessarily it's it's just scary when you the imagery that add that comes into it because it's all evil when it's poltergeist yeah ghosts are just like oh whatever not not that i could necessarily believe 
that a ghost could be a poltergeist. You know, to me, it seems like one there, a ghost is just a psych, like an imprint in, in time. Yeah. And a poltergeist would be something else if it existed. But it doesn't. Right. Right. Now on to our next made up 100% fake story. Huh, Christian? <laughs> no, obviously it's true because the poltergeist deleted this person too. True. Must have been. Yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to read this next one. This next user is deleted. So there's no way for us to verify, of course. So if you're out there and you hear the story and you say, well, shit, that sounds a lot like what I experienced and wrote on Reddit one day and then deleted. I wonder if it's me. It probably is. Send it into the gang at thefreakydeeky.com as mentioned earlier. And we'll know where to send your poltergeist back to if they haunt us. That's true. That's true. Um, that's not a threat. View it however you want, actually. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that's better. Yeah. I grew up in an old house. My parents still live in it. It's about 150 years old or so. When I was about eight, I swear I experienced interaction with the spirit. I was sitting on my bed playing with my stuffed Simba when my lace curtain moved. It didn't sway in the breeze. My window was shut and the air conditioning was off. Half of it filled out, resembling a full 1800s style skirt. It was only filled out half of the curtain, rounding out and then abruptly laying against the window. I heard a young girl's voice. Being a child, I wasn't scared, I was just curious. It asked my name and when I answered it, told me its name and age. Elizabeth. She was nine. She had a long, pretty dress with lace and hair that curled like Shirley Temple's, but went to her waist. She had this large white bow in her hair. I talked to Elizabeth for a few years. So, okay, right off the bat, this description, how are you picturing this ghost? Are you picturing it just as a lace curtain? Like kind of, and but it's kind of shaped like a, a... That's how I started. Right? But now, but now you picture it as like a real girl. Yeah, Shirley Temple. Like yeah. she's in black and white from the... 1920s yeah but how but how from that description is she gonna see the hair i maybe uh or do, is that just how it started and then she like eventually like fully there's two things this thing could have started just as the shape in the curtains yeah and then materialized or the curtains blew a certain way and this girl's mind filled in the rest i'll let you decide which one to go with but those are the like kind of the two options so something materialized yeah or her brain put it all together. Okay, yeah, because I, I, as I was reading this for the first time, I remember thinking at one point being like, damn, I don't know if I fully visualize what this person is, like what they're trying to say, this is what I saw. I don't feel like I fully grasp it. I just pictured half a curtain yeah. in the shape of a, of a girl. That's where I started. Okay. I was having trouble with it, and then all of a sudden, I got like the image, just like this person might have, I guess. Gotcha, maybe, almost like you're witnessing this ghost today, right now. Yeah. Great to know. Yeah, I, I made it up the same way in my mind that she did. Oh, perfect. I'd ask her questions about where she's from. Did she have siblings? What's her favorite thing to do? When I was upset, she would sometimes appear and the edge of my curtain would brush lightly against my face as if a hand brushing away tears. See, I'm still picturing like this thing is just made of the curtain. That's um, that makes it even more amazing and freaky, right? It's I'm, a little spooky. Like the way I'm actually really like, oh, this one's interesting. Yeah. Like it, it literally like this, this, the curtain just takes shape of this, like someone standing behind it or something. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Do you, do you know the last story was an eight year old also? Eight years old. Maybe that's a, you know, I think there's a, there's an age that's near the end of when that's when you start, get ready to start losing that magic. Yeah. 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 As is tradition. Yep. Yeah. 
I never told anyone about her when I was young because I was afraid I'd get teased. When I was just shy of being 12, she came to me one day. She didn't talk, just appeared in my curtain. So, so I'm like, cause like my brain, every time I read another, like my brain is like trying to visualize it. And it's trying, it's like, Scott, what the hell does this look like, dude? I think it's just, I, I'm just picturing a shape in the curtain. I think you're trying too hard. Yeah. That's all it, yeah. Okay. I asked if she, she didn't talk, just appeared in my curtain. I asked if she was okay and she replied she was cold and lonely. Right then, my curtain filled fully and a new voice named Sarah came, saying she had to take Elizabeth away. It was the last time I ever, quote, heard from Elizabeth again. At 20, when I go home and can't sleep at night, I call out her name softly and wait for my curtain to come sweeping out like before, but it never does. I know it sounds like an imaginary friend, but imagination can't control how a fabric moves. Imagination can't create names and fashions that are common in a century I didn't even know about. Another less nostalgic episode happened about three years ago. Me and a friend had snuck out to see a boy. We met him in his car and wait, both of you snuck out to see like one boy? Stop judging. Weird. Oh, It's their safety in numbers. Okay. Okay. So it's not like a... No, it's like my, my I, I was like children. Yeah, like, no, it's goodness. like <laughs> okay, uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got this. You, is the other thing that's that's smart to maybe take a friend yeah. in a situation like yeah. that. Yeah, just turn around or something. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know where your mind's going, man. It got weird. But there. you might want to start getting rid of those kind of thoughts because you're going to have to to raise yeah. one of these things. Oh God. Okay, we met him in his car and listened to music for a few minutes. He was cute, but a stranger, maybe had said five words to the guy before. My friend and him start kissing and doing things. <laughs> what? Okay, you're right. <laughs> that's what I was worried about. Like, oh, what if they start kissing and doing things? One of those kind of boys. Yeah, one of those kind of boys. Hey, you stay away from my daughter. My friend and him start kissing. It almost feels taboo for a couple of grown men to be reading this. Yeah, it feels weird, but... Let's see what happens. Let's see how weird this gets. My friend and him start kissing and doing things while I sit uncomfortably next to them. I get out of the car and run back to her house in the pouring rain. When I get to her room, I throw most of my wet clothes off and sit on her sister's bed in the dark. At first I was pissed she'd go at it with a guy I thought was cute. Then I panicked realizing that neither of us knew him well. He'd done crazy jail time jail time worthy things and my best friend was in the car alone i couldn't breathe and put my my knees to my chest trying to get air slowly i started to hear this shrill inhuman chattering sound and looked around my friend's bed was pushed into a corner and on the wall there was a black figure it had spindly arms and legs and a body that hunched at an extreme angle its fingers were long with an extra joint it loomed over her bed bending almost halfway over it she came into the room, throwing light on the wall, and vanished. She saw me with my hands over my ears, trying to keep the, the sound out, hyperventilating, staring at her wall. I didn't sleep all night, just staring at her wall, making sure it didn't come back for her. Along with those two distinct memories, I hear things all the time. Footsteps in an empty house, whispers, noises that are too strange to be animals or wind. I get chills when I walk into certain rooms of my parents' house. Sometimes when I'm walking home alone at night, the wind will blow leaves towards me from behind, and I'll hear a soft shouting that sounds like cursing or a foreign language. I often see shapes shifting or figures moving in my peripheral, but when I turn to see clearly, it vanishes. Didn't they say that was like 
Oh, I thought a nostalgic episode is what she called it at the beginning. At first, I thought like a like nonchalant type thing. I was like, that didn't sound, that sounds creepy as hell. Yeah. No. And you know what? That actually reminds me of this. Uh, I had a friend back in California. I'm not going to say his name just in case he doesn't want the story out there. Is it Fred? Oh, damn it. Sorry, Fred. <laughs> Guess you got to go on the run. Uh, no. Why would you have a friend named Fred? Right. Yeah. I'm not, so I'm not going to mention his name because I'm not sure he'd want the story out there. But what? Right, said Fred. Okay. Are you trying to get me like forget? <laughs> that's that's probably what you're trying to do, but it's not gonna work. No. Um, so anyway, uh this friend, he was one of the few people in my hometown that actually saw stuff like I did. And so it was like for me to hear his stories and stuff, and his stories were terrifying. And so were another friend that I had, like a couple friends that had seen shit as well. And so it made just made me feel better having people around that I heard these stories from like, oh damn, so at least I'm not the only one. And if anything, it could get a lot worse. But he said one night he was staying the night at his friend's house. And he was, his friend was on the bed and he was not like this kind of like day, day bed or couch situation in the room, kind of pointing towards the friend in the friend's closet. And he said, uh, he woke up at like, where it was, get, get water somewhere. When he came back to bed and laid down, like the friend's closet saw this, this shadow of a hand come out of it and like kind of make its way up the walls, like exactly probably like you're picturing it, right? Like just moving along the walls, getting bigger in certain areas because of the light and all this shit and like coming down towards his friend's head and he said he just started like praying and like freaking out right and then it just like went away creepy dude if i okay if i if i were to see some shit like that i don't care how much i like the friend i would leave i'd be like i don't want any part of this i would turn on the light for sure but okay for the record something's trying to kill you in the night and i don't know what it is but i'm scared i'm going home can you have can you have your mom call my mom so i can go home yeah now we know why that happens Kids are like, I can't wait to go to their house to spend the night. And then a few hours later, can you come get me? Ooh, you know what would be a good episode idea? Slumber parties. Yeah. Weird shit that's happening at slumber parties. There's got to be stories out there like that. Or if you have a slumber party story, you can tell us. There you go. Uh, let's keep it to the paranormal stuff, though. Not any of that. Yeah, not not, <laughs> not anything that the middle school. Or oh, God, I'm so glad. The, the lights just went out. There's a poltergeist in the building. <laughs> I pushed the button, guys. It's all right. That, the look of fear on his that face. That did scare though. the shit out of me for a moment. I'm like, why? This, uh, this is why it's better to be a skeptic, because then I'm like, why did you turn the lights off, Scott? And you're like, oh my God, I'm going to die going to hell. So yeah, Christian, well, why are your pants wet? <laughs> why are they wet, Christian? Because no one can see this, but. Oh God, that took a, a weird, we went to a weird place with that last one. I think that was the end. Oh yeah, I was just trying to tell you that story of my friend. Weird though, right? Yeah. I, I'm luckily, luckily, I don't think I had any friends that saw weird stuff. I'm glad that I didn't see anything like that. Like I didn't. I I've had scary experiences, right? But something like that, where it's like long and a minute, two minutes to play out. You know, you're sitting there just freaking the hell out. Didn't experience that. Most of mine were wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And uh, after a few moments, you're just like, what just happened? But thank God it was never anything, you know, life altering as far as the the terror goes. That you know of. That I know of. Yeah, I could be repressing some. Oh, stay tuned on this podcast as we uncover more of my subconscious. Yeah. What a great time. Tune in next week for the exorcism of Scott. <laughs> what if that's the end of the episode? People are like, wait, <laughs> is everything okay? You guys seemed a little off today. <laughs> What's wrong, fellas? What do you think about that that evil thing that was just came out of the closet? You know, like, okay, you have an interesting look on your face. You look like you just ate something that had onions on it, but you're not a fan of onions. 
this story does it feel made up to you no no like this it just feels there's there's two scenarios uh-huh. this person is really haunted by something sure or the person needs psychiatric help only because there's some some just some you're weird. seeing like triggers like like something like something triggers her to have these things like hallucination like maybe. when she's in stressful situations or, or maybe when... that's just the way her brain works yeah but i mean could also be a haunting if that existed or poltergeist yeah it's scary as hell the imagery that like just from the way she described it the imagery is terrifying yeah it, like, or maybe this person's extra sensitive to where the leaves scraping on the concrete or whatever behind her mm. is making weird sounds which leaves do make weird sounds when they're blowing in the wind you know what they i mean do. yeah and I'll they're scraping that. against the concrete or something they it's not a natural but sound. to hear a voice and that like it, but, it could be i guess i could see it being a mental illness thing but at the same time i could also see it being an over not even like maybe a, not even a mental it could just be like an a, imagination that kind of gets the best because there's certain the sounds or certain things i can just sit there and imagine and just enjoy myself yeah but some people's imaginations aren't quite as entertaining as i think mine are they're like oh that's horrifying and that's definitely a ghost yeah yeah it's like when i tell you about my like every once in a while i mention my crazy dreams to yeah. you but they're not really bad they're just very entertaining and other people you know have just the opposite pro thing they sure. have they look at the world even in their dream life differently maybe that's all this is is somebody sees the world in a really with really sensitive ears and and i think um not even mental illness i just think we're finding out different things about the way people view the world like uh what is it some people can feel colors or something like that or no you're thinking of the like music to color like or it's like a visualize it, it when synesthesia yeah, yeah 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 we're like when you hear a song and you know what it looks like yeah like, so so maybe like here we are just automatically saying this could be mental illness and maybe it's just we're actually to a point now where we can say this person nature is literally talking to this woman on the ground should, yeah or or they're perceiving the world around them differently and and hearing yeah. things seeing things feeling things that maybe you and i wouldn't but it's not magical it's not scary but it's scary because they don't have a way of understanding that that's how they see the world yeah i mean if you look at something like autism now compared to 30 40 years ago it was something completely different to people back then than it is now where it's just yeah. a, a different way of that you're that everything that you see the world differently yeah which is kind of we all do a little bit some people this one's just a little scary yeah mm. i mean that's possible sure i'll give you that I, obviously i don't know for sure if this woman is yeah we can't really haunted. diagnose anything yeah. from here right it's much easier to just say oh yeah they're haunted yeah that like the leaves thing i'll give you the leaves thing but for me the seeing the weird evil creepy bent creepy bent lady thing coming out of the closet or whatever to get you that's a little less mind thing for me that's that's creepy and terrifying but to some people that is a mind thing though too like you hear stories about people that see these type of things but you don't think they're actually seeing it there's sometimes these people will later on tell you they weren't it wasn't real but that they still saw it they just felt it they felt like it, was, it might not even be anything there yeah but when you see it it's gonna scare the shit out of you when you feel it it's gonna you're gonna feel it yeah. whether it's there or not it doesn't matter it doesn't tickle yeah yeah i gotcha and that would be kind of creepier if a poltergeist wanted to tickle you yeah that would be scary on a whole nother level let's uh, not even think about plenty. that yeah let's not let's move into the next one <laughs>
Let's get away. Let's get as far away from that one as we can. Yeah. Either way, interesting story. I wish it wasn't deleted. I wish this was someone I could reach out to and be like, hey, tell me more about this. Yeah. When my little brother was around six years old, we lived in. Glasses would help, Christian. Yeah. Great idea. Yes. When my brother, when my little brother was around six years old, we lived in a beach house in Daytona. He had the room directly across from the master bedroom. My room was on the other side of the house. I remember waking up to my mom screaming at the top of her lungs one night. I ran into the living room and was looking into the hallway where she was pounding on an invisible door. I don't know how that's possible, but we'll keep going. Oh, okay. Here oh, we go. Oh, no. Yeah. This, I remember this story now. I was like, I was trying to piece it together. I remember the story. The story is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Okay. So, so we've established that she's pounding on an invisible door and I don't understand that. The next sentence will probably help. Yeah. The actual door was wide open to my brother's room. My brother was a couple inches off the bed on his back. There were roaches and ants swarming all the walls visible from where I was standing in complete mor morbid shock in the living room. My dad, ex-military cop, started throwing bar stools and punches into the open doorway trying to get entrance. This went on for about a good 45 minutes to an hour. My mother called my grandma out of pure fear, and as soon as my grandmother tried to enter the room, I shit you not, all the insects crawled toward the bed and disappeared underneath it. She walked into the room with no problem. My brother was laying face down on the floor at this point screaming. She picked him up, walked into our living room. Our family has never talked about this since it happened. Been over 10 years. I have nightmares at least once a month regarding this situation. Oh, dude, that might be like top easily. Okay, easily top 10, possibly top five creepiest stories I've ever read in my life. It's creepy, but the way the grandma handled it is like, oh, this like, is mm -mm. Yeah. yeah, creepy, dude. No, where do you even go with that? You know what that sounds like? That's, that's, that's some John Constantine shit. Like that, that is exactly John what that sounds Constantine. like. John Constantine. Interesting. Yeah. That that sounds, you bring that up. Since you said you just watched that, right? I just, yeah. I re, after we mentioned it in that one episode, I'm like, damn, like China was going to be home late from work. And I was like, this is a great opportunity for me to watch a movie that I've been wanting to watch again for a while. And so I put on Constantine and that just like you see the demon or whatever that's coming after him. He's trying to light that smoke and it's that demon made of bugs. Yeah. That's, that's what I picture in this story and it's creepy, but this isn't so much a being made of bugs. So much as the entire room came alive with bugs and swarmed this kid for 45 minutes, dude. No. And the grandmother walked in like it was enough because she was from the old world. Where she's like, oh, you got a poltergeist? Yeah, we mm. we deal with this all the time. And then her Americanized kids just didn't understand it and always laughed at her yeah. for the stuff she did. But she was the only one that could save that kid. Oof. I picture I picture Mexican folklore. Cuban. Cuban? Almost. Because Daytona Beach is Florida. Mm. So Hispanic folklore. Yeah, it sound it reads exactly like Hispanic folklore. Yeah. But this could be also. What if it's not folklore, dude? Could what also if... be Eastern European, like Baba Yaga type stuff. Maybe, maybe. I mean, we're sitting here trying to come up with it, but we've heard these stories before. And yeah. the grandmother being able to handle this situation without freaking the hell out like everybody else makes me feel that this is like. Hispanic grandma. That's a Hispanic well, grandma any, status. Any grandma from the old world, whether it's his, even if you go into Europe. Greeks. You, you, those old grandmas. Africa, anywhere you go to, the grandmas from the old country, no shit. 
<laughs> you know, and some of it's stuff we, you know, we don't want to deal with, like demons and yeah. bolter guys. Yeah. Well, I just what a great clip. Yeah. Any anyone <laughs> anywhere you go to from the old country, <laughs> the grandmas. No shit. <laughs> I think I probably I probably already butchered it, but thank God it's saved on cassette. <laughs> just kidding. Cassette. It's not cassette. It's digital. You know, I got I gotta like I have to pee really bad. That's too bad. Can you read a story to yourself? Yeah, go go ahead and pee. I actually did just recently get some uh, new music that I make for like when you had to pee in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I put in like elevator music. <laughs> That's awesome. You, I don't know why you and Heather don't listen to the podcast. You guys need you guys need to listen to the podcast. I I, I, <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah, I understand. But you guys need to. You need to. There's a lot of work to put in this podcast. Actually, Christian. I was listening to the podcast on the airport. That's good. All right, so while Christian goes and uh, relieves himself, I could literally say anything on this episode right now, and he's just not going to know. But low-key, I'm, I'm a little terrified because, you know, the lights are on in here, and it's, well, you guys know, we, we really set the stage with the with the lighting and the, the creepy vibe when we go into recording. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I'm just going to read this story then, and we're going to go from there. What do you guys think about that last story, actually? The bugs, for whatever reason, it's it's creeping me out, getting a real creep vibe from it. Terrified. I don't know what that is, but I hope I never live in a house where I experience it. Am I right? Yes. On to the next story. I've never had any paranormal experiences myself, unless you count the UFO. I'll get into that one later, though. Actually, you know what? Christian technically has to be here to react to these stories. I can't just read them and then have him pretend. That's not the show that we produce for you guys. Sorry. Okay. Let's. Uh, we'll hold on. We'll wait. We'll wait for him. It's almost time to be. Problem is me. It's almost time to be. I see you beanie baby. The problem is me. The problem is me. The problem is me. The problem is me. It's almost time to pee. Yeah, surprisingly, the lights don't turn off if you just push the down dimmer once. You oh. you know when they do turn off, Christian? When you push the off button. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got that. I realize. I'm glad I finally learned what that did. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, I was going to read the story, but then I remembered the entire fucking premise of this show is that I try to convince you of shit. I don't need, I'm not just reading to our fans to to listen to things and be like, what'd you think of that, friends? Like a weird, creepy Mr. Rogers. I'm here to convince you of Good. this stuff. So yeah. I had, to, you have to hear the story. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I just sat in silence. That made, that made sense. Yeah. I don't know why I dragged it on for four minutes to explain it to you, but it's just what you've been doing this yeah, episode. That's just what I do, apparently. Oh, wait, this is you trying not to be like Daria. I get it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, this one, if you can believe it, guys, ladies and gents, is deleted. I've never had any paranormal experiences myself. You guys listening have heard this little, this first bit a little bit before I decided to cancel it, so we're going to start fresh. I've never had any paranormal experiences myself, unless you count the UFO. I'll go into that one later. Though. <laughs> yeah, thank you. My mother, my aunt, my uncle, my grandmother, and her husband have all had experiences in one of their old houses, along with several friends of that family. Each of them has a story to tell me, and none of them doubt anything about it. Their old house was supposedly haunted. Doors would randomly slam. My aunt told me that she would hear footsteps coming down the hallway and towards her bedroom, only to stop at her door. 
My mother, who was pregnant with me, was using the bathroom in the middle of the night. You know this is going to be bad. Someone knocked at the door, and she replied that it was occupied. Let me just stop you there. Occupied? For some reason, a ghost knocking on your door on the yeah. door when you're going to the bathroom is the scariest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, like it sucks when it's a human being on the other side. When it's not, you're like, oh, they're going to haunt me when I'm shitting? What the hell? Yeah. Okay. Instant constipation. Yeah. Or the other. <laughs> oh, God. That's a phrase you've never had to say on this podcast before. Instant constipation. I wonder how I'm going to use that in the future. Whenever you start going on like a weird tangent, when you're like, you know what this could be, I'm just going to cut your 10-minute rant off, and I'm just going to put the words instant constipation. Oh, my gosh. So in the future, anytime you hear that phrase, know that Christian went on like a 30-minute rant about something that had nothing to do with the episode. <laughs> Sometimes editors think they're gods. I'm, I'm, pic- I'm picturing it right now, and it's too funny. I'm sorry. Whew. He's not sorry at all. It's the good stuff, though. I'm telling you. I don't even remember where I was. That's oh, called yeah. karma. Their their old house is supposedly... There was a grandma in the middle of the Someone knocks on the door. Okay. My mother, who was pregnant with me, was using the bathroom in the middle of the night. Someone knocked at the door, and she replied that it was occupied. They kept knocking, and my mother was getting pissed, telling them to go away. Only her grandmother and grandfather were home at the time, and were both in bed. When she opened the door, after finishing up, there was no one there. My uncle told me he heard voices whispering to him at night. All of them, at one point, has heard the bureau in the attic being moved around. The loud scrape of the legs moving across the wood floor. My grandmother's husband didn't believe these stories. He was a hard military guy, didn't take shit. One day everyone in the house had gone out. He was downstairs watching TV. He hears the sound of the bureau being pushed or dragged along the floor of the attic. Who the hell's up there? Knock that off. I guess he's Southern. Is he Southern? Did they mention the story? No. No, okay. He's Southern. He Definitely. Sh- he shouts, thinking it was my mother or siblings messing around or something. He hears it again, goes upstairs to tell them off, and realizes that no one else is in the house. He told me that he got right the fuck out of there and didn't come back until my grandmother came back <laughs> home. Tough this, military yeah, guy. This, this hard back. military guy's like, yo, is, is mom home? Mabel? Can you go into the house with me? I have to pee. <laughs> Classic. This story takes place in a different house. My grandmother's brother was an alcoholic. One day he was walking home drunk from the bar and quote, fell off a bridge. He had taken out a life insurance policy only a few weeks prior, so the family didn't think it was an accident. The funeral happens a few days later and the funeral procession happens to pass by the house they lived in as it was located on a major road in the town. As they pass by, their house is on fire. Not what you want to see. No. Flames are billowing out of one room, her brother's old room. They halted the procession to get out and call the fire department. After everything was put out, they found that there was no fire damage in his room. None of his belongings were burned. The carpet was intact. There were no black marks along the walls. No peeled paint. Nothing. It looked like nothing at all had happened in that room, even though they had seen flames billowing out of the windows just minutes before. They later used that money from my great uncle's life insurance to buy the haunted house they would later live in. There are many, many stories that they've all told me. Too many to recount. I'm an extremely skeptical person. I don't believe in ghosts or the supernatural. But when every person in my family has stories to tell about it, I can't call them liars. I don't believe they are lying. 
I can't believe it's true, but I know for a fact they aren't lying. That'd be an interesting case. Like, what do you think the firefighters said after seeing that shit? They're like, you know, they get there and there's smoke billowing out of this room or whatever. They get there and there's like nothing burnt. The firefighters are like, your grandmother's brother is in hell. Yeah. And you just saw the flames of instant constipation. Because there was probably some kind of damage. It probably just was a small fire. Like the it, window frame was on fire or something like that. Yeah, and smoke just some, was coming something or something smoldering, so nothing else was damaged, and then it just got embellished. But yeah, you know what's funny is they're like he fell off the he the bridge fell off a bridge. Yeah, after getting life insurance, but he was a drunk. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty look. I don't know the the whole bathroom thing. That's probably the scariest of all those. That's right? just scary because I don't think I've ever heard of a ghost knocking on the bathroom door. Really? I've, I've heard a few of those. And as a matter of fact, that was one of my, my big fears growing up as a kid. If I had to like, you know, go poop at night or something like that, you're like sitting there, you know the rest of the house is dark. It's just you alone in that bathroom. I told you about the time where I ran into the wall trying to get to my room after I turned out all the lights. No. I, I was... Were you scared? You are like running for that? Yeah, because I was afraid of the dark. Yeah. So, you know, and I was getting to the age where my mom would go to bed and she'd let me stay up and watch TV. So it was probably like midnight. Yeah. So I turn off the lights in the living room and have to get to my room down the hall. So the, and the hall was shaped like an L. So you have to turn a corner. <laughs> yeah. And the, the and bathroom was right when you first turn. And then another wall came out a few feet farther. So I go booking down the hall, turn left and hit the wall right next to the bathroom door. Wow. And it's like, I'm crying, making all this noise and my mom and sister wake up like, what the hell's going on? Who did this to you? Yeah. Like, it was me. But this wasn't the the haunted house that I told you. Well, that's a plus. Yeah, this was Rancho Cucamonga. Wow. What were you in? Workaholics? No. Um, Is that where that was from? I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah, oh, God, man. Poltergeist gave me every time. I have to, to close this episode out. And again, if you're a fan of, uh, you want more of these Poltergeist stories, make sure you head over, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Freaky Deaky Podcast. It is going to be your source for all bonus content, video related. We always love putting that out. It's fun. It's something that we're trying to branch out into a little more. And so we're trying to grow the YouTube channel. So if you get a moment, just subscribe. Subscribe. We're all having a good time over there. Um, I want to close this episode out in a specific way, though. There's a poltergeist story that is my absolute favorite poltergeist story that I can't remember the town. I can't remember the town, so I can't find the story. And it's bugging me to to no end. When I was researching this episode, I tried again to find it. Couldn't find it. The story has elements in it where police were called. There's detailed police reports about stuff that happened in this house with police in the house, like experiencing. I've heard of that story. And they got to the point with the police in the house where they were even like, yo, there's nothing we can do for you, but you've got to stop calling. And I, I, God, I wish I could remember. I can't, I want to say it was in the Midwest somewhere, but I can't remember specifically. But if anyone out there, if this rings a bell to anyone of our listeners out there that may also be interested in Poltergeist and know exactly what story I'm talking about, please, 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 please reach out and be like, hey, is it this? Because I am very curious and I want to find that story and I want to do a whole episode on that haunted house, but I can't find it anywhere and it was the best haunted house and I want to find out how these people convinced the cops to be in on this fake story. The cops saw some weird stuff, man. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, is it the Conjuring story? It's not one of the Conjuring no, I've stories. No, I've heard this story before. So I'm, I'm yeah. making fun of it, but I've heard of this story. Yeah. 
So I'm, I've been trying to track down the story for like probably since we started this podcast. So I'm like, oh, that story, that would be a great story for an episode, but I can't. I just saw it on Reddit not too long ago. Well, you should have or saved it. Or maybe it was TikTok. Now, now I'll know to look for it because I come across it every once in a while. There you go. That's the spirit. Anyway. Um, or if you can find it, let us know. Yeah, that was the initial request was if you know what I'm talking about, let us know. Yeah, great episode. Well done. Good job, team. Do you have a great way to start 2021? Have you watched the movies, The Poltergeist? Probably, but it's been a really long time. There's this one thing, and and even as a teenager, I couldn't watch the commercial because the priest in one of the Poltergeist movies, I think it was the second one, would be at the screen door knocking, yelling at this family, you are all going to die. And the priest was the scariest looking actor I have ever seen in film. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds about right. So just remember that, people. Keep that in mind. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Freaky Deaky. Make sure you follow us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram and Facebook at TFD Paranormal on TikTok. If you have a creepy experience of your own that you'd like to share with the show, write into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. Until next time, we will, uh, not the end. I don't know how to end that. That's the end, guys. That is the end. See ya. Constipation.